I was rolling up my sleeves. Rolling up your sleeves. Yeah, I'm gonna get. get we're gonna get big into this. Oh, this week. Big Watch into out, it. fans. Watch out, fans. This is the two by two podcast. I am Danny. I'm Harold, and we are from Burlington Baptist Church. Brought to you today by CrossFit Northern Kentucky, and our newest sponsor, Kentucky, Kentucky Olive. Um, <laughs> purveyors of fine oils and balsamic. Quality Some of the qual is it quality oil. Quality fine quality yeah. fine quality good stuff orders. good stuff yes really good stuff and we want to thank our sponsors um we love you and anybody else who'd like uh, to get a mention on here contact us we'll send you the uh, appropriate forms yes that you can <laughs> that you can fill out and uh you can be a sponsor of our program and your phone's locked so we'll have to okay get this so so we've got uh we got a lot going on here at church we have had an influx of people that we're, we're going to work this into the thing so you so your sermon this week, what I like to call Jesus by the way of Jonah. That's what I kind of titled it, right? Because this is one of those um, cool things that you find out when you go to school for Bible stuff that they really want to reference the um, people tend to have a issue that are not Bible people with the story of Jonah and the belly of the fish for three days. And the fact that Jesus references Jonah yeah, uh, makes it true for me because I believe if Jesus believes it's true, it's probably true. Well, he knows it. Cause, yeah, 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 yeah. He was there from the beginning, right? Amen. Yeah, always existed. So, um, so I'll let you get into that a little bit. So, what we had, we had. Let's start with this because we had. You mean pray or anything? Or yeah, we'll let's pray it in, and then we're going to start with this because it keeps blacking out. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's our first sure. ever text and comment. Okay, yeah. let's pray. Lord, uh, bless this time. Lord, we're excited about your word, and uh, we thank you for those that tune in each week, and we pray this will be an encouraging time for them. And uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this is from my dad, uh, Big Dan, Danny Delph, Sr., Danny L. Delph, about whatever you want to reference him as, because he says it's not Big Dan, Little Dan anymore. It's Old Dan and Young Dan. The original. The ori yeah, the original. So he says, just a short comment on what Brother Harold said in the sermon. He mentioned about people that would look at the church and say, I wonder what's in that for me. Uh, paraphrasing, of course, and I'm pretty sure he meant the physical or monetary things that they might want. Prosperity gospel, things like that. Very popular. Uh, the church could deal with that on an individual case as needed, but as soon as he said, the first thing that came to mind was there was one thing certain that all churches should be offering, and that is the saving grace of Jesus Christ, and that's more important than any other thing that Amen. we could offer, which, I mean, is absolutely the truth. Amen. So, one of the things is I was reading this from from Dad, and Dad, thank you for the comment, Big Dan. Yep. Um, we have sat in meetings, and we are going through a book, right? And I kind of we kind of chuckled this morning about small groups and people who have just shown up who are visitors, but we are adding numbers. So we aren't. Our church is getting bigger. Yeah. And the it seems like the harder we plan and the more we try to figure out how to reach more people, God kind of says, you guys sit over here in the staff meeting and plan, and I'll just send these people. Yeah. You Amen. <laughs> Amen. And, and and really, it's just we're, we're trying to put together as a church, especially now, and, and I think taken into totality of what we're doing, we're trying to make disciples. Yeah, those disciples are going to spread the message of the saving grace of Jesus Christ, to where you don't have to look to the church for anything, other than this is the gospel message. This is how we're going to equip the saints to go out and do this work. Yeah, yeah, we want 
we want people come from to hear a clear presentation of the gospel and right. know how to be saved and have a relationship with the Lord and and uh, you know have a discipleship process where you you know you you come to know Christ you get in a group you grow together you, you serve together and and you tell others and you invite others and you know and uh, so yeah but we and, and we were talking about this morning um, the people who are coming to Christ that are visitors that have just kind of found the church through um, the internet or, or uh, somebody mentioned to them that, it, you know, that, Hey, this is a pretty decent church to go to um, is about 50, 50 from someone coming from a small group, which is yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a really good, we think, you know, that's, we're, yeah. we're kind of just going doing those numbers, but you know, the, the more things kind of have changed and we're kind of going, how, what are we going to do to get people that, that aren't coming because of, health concerns or just now habit things like that as as we work really hard to figure that out god's like you guys go ahead and mm-hmm. preoccupy your time with that i'm just going to start sending you some people so yeah he's- but but the good news is too and i'm i'm really kind of going side sidetracked here but the good news is, is i always and we have talked about this numerous times i've always felt like there's a huge push to get people saved which is the most important thing that you can do right yeah but as a grown-up not as a child coming into into the family, but as a, as a grown person, as a, you know, 20 to 70. All this buildup, you're saved, and then it's like, well, what, yeah. do I, what do I do now? Yeah. And now we're, we're addressing that issue here at church yeah. and, and, and in, our, in our kind of mission statement. So the whole Great Commission is make disciples, and so certainly you got to be saved. Uh, but then you got to grow and, and uh, get plugged in, grow and mature in your faith, and yep. we got to equip the saints and— and let them do ministry, and so it's uh, good stuff. And this is the perfect time for us to mention we have uh, the men's discipleship ministry that's happening. Lots of outreach for that, or lots of starts of, this of Sunday. The, yeah. Yep. And then and then Wednesday. So Sunday, yep. Sunday morning seven. Sunday morning nine thirty. Wednesday six thirty in the morning, and then two, either six thirty or seven o'clock classes. I can't. Brad said that they're going to try Probably to coordinate have, with the yeah. With the women's ministry that's going on on Wednesday too, so yep. And then the ladies got started, and they're they're rocking and rolling on Mondays and Wednesdays. Yep. And our kids come back. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Yeah, we we, we went backwards this week. Yeah. We so got, far. Yeah. That's. So let's talk about Jesus and Jonah. Um, Jesus uses different references all over the time about you know tear this temple down, I'll rebuild it in three days type thing, and the same with Jonah in the belly of the fish. So uh, talk to us about. Um, the difference between Jonah and Jesus is Jesus never yeah. ran away from what he was supposed to do. And, and like, you know, cause yeah. as Paige came forward, she's like, I'm kind of tired of running. I want to yeah. like this. Let's put on my heart. So talk about So we're in a series called Turning Our Eyes Upon Jesus. And um, we thought we would talk about the three kind of uh, offices, kind of prophet, priest, and king. Uh, for uh, So as prophet, you know, a prophet foretells uh, what's going to happen. He speaks for God. Uh, and so... Uh, the setting for Sunday was, you know, the scribes and Pharisees are there. This is in Matthew 12, and they, they want to see more signs. And uh, he he's already he healed the he gave sight to the blind and the lame walked and uh, all all kinds of signs. He raised the dead, and so they didn't need any more signs. But he said, this one sign you that you've got is just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale for or fished a huge fish for three days and three nights. So the comes my, my Sunday school whale, whale, whale. Isn't that whale? Sorry, uh, but so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And so 
he's saying that uh, Jonah was a sign of of what's going to happen to him. And so we know Jonah, he God called him to go to Nineveh. He decided I'm going to go the other way and go to Tarshish, got on a boat, got in a storm. They throwed him over, a big fish swallowed him up. He was in the belly of that fish three days and three nights, and he vomited him out. Eventually, he went to Nineveh and did what God told him. And so kind of the sign of Jonah was a sign of judgment. He was disobeying God. Uh, he came back from the dead in a sense, whether he was alive or not in the belly of the fish. Some commentators disagree about that. But uh, anyway, he vomits him back out. And then he goes to the people and gives them the message. And so Jesus is saying, you know, that's gonna what's going to happen to the Son of Man. And so the cross, the death, the resurrection, uh, it was a sign of judgment, God's wrath upon sin. And we said Jesus never sinned, but he paid for ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was, became sin Yep. so that he could pay for it. Yep. yep. He was dead three days, rose again, and uh, and delivered you know the gospel message to us. And so uh, in that regards, uh, Jonah and, and Jesus is kind of parallel. And, uh, and so... Jesus says, you know, you can look at that and see that that points to ends. And I was having a conversation with someone yesterday just about how so much of the Old Testament points to Jesus and his coming and his fulfillment of that. And uh, this is another example of that. Also called a Christophany. Yep. Or Christology, sorry. Christophany is an appearance of Christ. A Christology is a, a symbol of the yeah. uh, of what happened to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, when you think about this, this message of... of Jesus said many times, you know, like I said, when he said, you know, tear down this temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. And, and he, he told everybody, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. they still wanted, well, we need a sign. I know you're saying yeah. this, and I see all these miracles, and I see all that these things that you do. You know, I like to think, and, I've, and we've talked about this before, and I've talked to you about this before. I like to think, you know, around Easter time, which is now, I, I start reading John, and John, I think, is probably one of the better um, it talks about the full passion of Jesus, right? And then I'll Tina and I usually will watch the passion of the of uh, uh, the Mel Gibson okay. movie, the Passion, passion of Christ. Christ. Yeah, and then I get really upset yeah. because I'm like, look at these people. What are they doing? And I still every year I will sit back and think, you know, I might have been. Well, I want to think that I was like John and Mary and 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 uh, uh, Peter, who who supported Jesus and you know when they came to get him he cut the ear off of the guard but then I started thinking about it and I'm like man I, sometimes in my life I'm like those people who are ridiculing him right yeah. yeah so it's not hard to see the human side of I'm telling you I'm going in the center of the earth for three days and I'm going to rise again well we need to see something yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. as I mentioned, you know, there are people sometimes you talk to them about the Lord, and they're like, well, I don't know that Bible." St-. I mean, there's all kinds of evidence for the truthfulness of the Bible. Absolutely, and uh, we have all kinds of revelation. I mean, you really don't need any more evidence. Uh, there's all kinds of evidence uh, you need to believe. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if if you want to see some of the evidence of the historical accuracy of the Bible, we are going through chapter eleven and twelve of Daniel right now. Yeah. Um, so we they actually broke out in a timeline of this is what is predicted in this vision, and this is the exact yeah. per the year that it happened. So if anybody has any questions about that or wants to kind of see some what I call secular history, yeah. that, that basically is the exact history that was given to Daniel in the vision in Chapter 11, uh, I would love to talk to you about that. Yeah, 
It yeah. would be fantastic. I don't, I don't know how many rabbits we might chase today, but uh, one, <laughs> one, rabbit, one rabbit that I didn't chase on yeah. Sunday was, uh, I don't know, something that I believe a little bit different than some people is, uh, I actually believe Jesus was crucified on Thursday. Uh, because I he said, believe that. just as Daniel was, uh, Jenna, when it was three days and three nights. Somebody asked me about that when I preached on that one time. And they're like, well, why do you say that, uh, you know, Jesus, he was only in the grave two nights if he was crucified on Friday. And he said, just as the son of man will be three nights. And, mm-hmm. uh, but doing a lot of research, I've, I'm really convinced Thursday because, uh, you know, here, here's why, and you can tell more why you believe it too. I mean, we hadn't even talked about it, but uh, well, this is take, why I believe it. If you take that Daniel prophecy, yes, at sixty nine, yeah, week seven, and you count it from Artaxerxes, yes, it goes to Palm Sunday in the year thirty A.D. Yes, Nisan ten. Yep. In thirty A.D., Passover was on a Friday. Yes. So it was a high Sabbath. There's also some other things. Yeah. So that the, year, the Jewish a, people who have buried him that Friday, according to something that I read. I'm getting a little goosebumpy because I've looked at some of this. Yeah. Um, that Friday would have pro- probably been a full moon coincide because they were very, they were very uh, cognizant of that when they did. Yeah. They would have never touched the people who treated Jesus. If he would have been crucified on a Friday, would have never put him on the tomb, put him in the tomb on a Friday. They would never touch the dead body on a Friday. That was the full moon on the Passover. Yeah. So if, uh, if the, if the holiday fell on a, uh, it, if if it fell on the Sabbath or if it, it was considered a high Sabbath, yes, same same requirements as Sabbath, yes. And so if 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 Passover was on that Friday, then it would have been considered as, and so they would have had to get him down at by six on Thursday, yes. And then there's this passage in Matthew, and they would have absolutely not touched a dead, unclean body. Would, yeah. Not that Jesus was unclean, but but in the Jewish tradition, they would not have put a dead body, yeah. in a tomb on a Friday, the high Passover, yeah. With the moon face, and then there's a there's there's Matthew twenty eight one after the Sabbath. We people immediately think that that's Saturday, uh, but that word is in the plural. Yes, uh, which doesn't translate that way. No, because we wouldn't translate that way. But that, that if it's in the plural, it means there's two Sabbaths. Right. So anyway, uh, we we still you know we still gonna have a good Friday service. Also, when he says the son of the man will be in the heart of the earth for three days, I believe that he means yeah. for three days. Yeah. I mean, so it, yeah. it, now people that hold to a Friday crucifixion, they, mm-hmm. they would say, we believe that too. We believe that any part of the day counts as a day, and it was the way they reckon the days. And I, I've said that before. Right. And I get that that is true. But he said. And it gets super confusing, right, because their calendar year was not 365 days. It was 360 days, yeah. right? So. You've got to do some interesting math, but yes, I, I believe absolutely like yeah. you believe. And and uh, not to keep beating this, that's but, all right. No, but it's uh, good. you know the two guys on the road to Emmaus, yeah, Cleopas and his his companion. Yeah. yeah, you know they say it's now the third day. So yes. th- this was Sunday when they said that. So if right. it was Saturday, they'd said yesterday. Right. If it's Friday, they'd said a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. I think if it's Thursday, they'd said this is the third day since. Right. I think so. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? But you know, it's not something we. I mean, you can be a Christian and believe either one. Yeah. Really, I just. If you, the most important part of this story, I guess, yeah. is that you believe that so Jesus I was gonna, Christ. I was going to talk about that Sunday, and I thought, you oh. know what, that that just confused some people. Well, no, I mean, and Jesus they, Christ. So, I mean, does it ultimately does it matter? No. Probably not, right? No. It's interesting for, if, for for us to look at because I think you know I think about three days and I think about you know you tear down this temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. It's, he says it multiple times, right? Yeah. 
Now, ultimately, if you believe Jesus Christ was sin, sinless, died on that cross for your sin, and was resurrected, yeah, you're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're good. so you're good. So to yeah. say all that to say, you know, sometimes you can have discussions, uh, but in preaching, you you really you don't want to get so distracted that you right. miss the main point. Sure. The main point is that sure. yeah, he would be crucified, buried, and raised again, just like Jonah was, you know, really brought back to life. And I, you know, and I, and I mentioned this before, you know, it's one of those things where you didn't talk about, you did, you glanced over Jonah, you know, the story of Jonah is an interesting one because he, God, God called him to do something. He ran the opposite way. Yeah. Literally not the, he did not run toward, he ran the way. Jesus never did that. He, he, but you know, as Paige kind of gave her, her testimony about the ministry that she's been praying about, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of running the other way. Yeah, and, you know, and that's sure. what, and, and you know what, good. If that's what you took from this, don't run the other way. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I mean, that's amazing. But so, this so, is the beginning too, and this is to timeline it somewhat. Jesus is in the midst of about to get in trouble for doing things on the Sabbath day, right? Yeah, the oh, Pharisees. Yeah, over over. yeah, yeah. The Pharisees are starting to get irritated because they're like, "This dude's healing. He's not only teaching, but he's actually doing things." Uh, he's going to go out and get seeds from a field on the Sabbath day. And we're going to, you know, he, he's con- continually upsetting, um, the, 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 the religious elite, I guess would, would be what you, yes, yeah. would be what you call it. And, um, uh, you know, I got, uh, I did a funeral for, um, my buddy's dad and he told me, he's like, you know, we would really like you to do it. And I said, well, that, you know, I absolutely do. Cause I, I love my, my buddy. I love him to death. And he goes, well, dad wasn't real religious. I was like, yeah, Jesus wasn't either. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I got to, I got to talk to people about Jesus after the funeral, which was really awesome. Right. And, yeah. And, uh, but, but that's the thing. He wasn't real religious for that. Pe- I mean, right. for that particular period of time. And we know religion doesn't save you. It's Jesus that saves right. you. And right. uh, now if, if he'd said, well, he's not really into Jesus and you'd say, well, that's a problem. Yeah. We've got a bigger problem. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But you know, just uh, a couple things, uh, you know, the Ninevites, who are a pagan people, enemies of Israel. I mean, we know why Jonah didn't want to go there. I mean, uh, that would, I mean, that's like going to your enemies and giving them a, an opportunity not to get judged by God. Right. And uh, the people who've been tormenting you for your entire life, you go, hey, I want to tell you about something and all is going to be forgiven. And he knew that God, you know, if, if they repented, that God would forgive them. Uh, and so he didn't want to go, but but they heard the warning and they repented, and uh, and these religious people they hear the warning from Jesus and they harden their hearts. Uh, but for us, think about this, Danny. We we got not only what Jesus said, we got the empty tomb. Yes. And uh, some people still say, "Well, I need more." No, the people of Nineveh are going to raise up in the judgment and say, "We we just heard the warning and we we listened." Right. You, you heard the warning. You saw the evidence. You have the Word of God, the Spirit of God. You had everything you needed, and you rejected it, and yeah. that's on you. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I mean, you know, before before we started this, we were talking about a subject, and I won't breach that subject, but you said, you know, the, I'm, I, there's somebody you care about. It's like, hey, I care about you. That's why I'm bringing this up to you. You're the one that's going to have to sort it out, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, that's yeah. a, you, you know, that's it's not a cop-out. It's one of those deals where I love you and I want to see you grow in this way. Sure. And I want to see you continue down this path. But ultimately, I, I can only I can only tell you, you know, we're talking about our ones, you know, in the office a little bit earlier. And it's like, hey man, I can only 
plant, yeah. and I can try to water a little bit. Yeah. The growth part's not up to me. It's yeah. not up to you. It's not up right. to anybody else. You know, it's up to the, the heart of the person seeking. So, yeah. you know, it's, and that's a tough position too, because especially when you have, when you have kids and, and, and they're grown and when you have friends that you work with every day or whatever, that you're just like, man, I want to keep telling these people about Jesus, keep inviting them to church. Yeah. It's on your time. Yeah. And and one of my things I say to what your dad wrote about the gospel and the graces, uh, you know, for church people, sometimes they, they think, well, you know, you talk about that every week. Well, here's the truth. <laughs> there, there, I mean, that's a silly yeah, idea yeah. to think about. Here. There yeah. are lost people, and, and they can hear the gospel presented over and over, and, and not. And you can come to them one day and, and talk to them about being saved, and they're like, I don't know what that means. And you're thinking, I talk about that every week. Right. So we got to keep giving them the gospel and the grace of Jesus and, and hoping that one day their eyes are opened yeah. and their hearts are receptive, and they, they say, Jesus died for my sins. He was buried. Is in there for three days on the on the Sunday resurrection morning. He arose and he invites me to be saved and believe in that. And, and something that we that we have talked about because we have talked to people that this happened. When you say you know, are, you know, are you saved? Well, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, to you and I, I when I hear that, I want to go. What? Yeah. How how are you not sure? It's either you know, to me and you, that's a black and white yes or no. There is not much gray area in the Bible when it talks about becoming saved through faith, but in Jesus yeah. Christ. But that's a very realistic comment by someone who's kind of in the middle that doesn't really know, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is it might be somebody that comes to our church every single week and yeah. you go, hey, man, or, you know, or, or woman, hey, hey ma'am, yeah. or hey, sir, or hey, gal, or hey, guy, you know, are you saved? Well, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, and if someone says that to you, that's an opportunity to talk sure. to them about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times when someone says that, they're thinking, well, I'm, I'm you know, they begin to say, I try to be a good person and I, right. I'm been coming to church and. And all those are good, yeah. but that's not what it means to be saved. It means you've not trusted in yourself. You've repented of that, and you're trusting in Jesus. And what he did on the cross, his death, his resurrection, his uh, just just putting your faith in that he paid for my sins, and he'll forgive them and offer me a way into, uh, into eternal life through faith. And, and uh, Something that you said on Sunday, and I don't know what triggered this as I was sitting up there, but you had said, and it, it, you didn't say this outright, but it thought about, has anyone ever said to you, I, I don't have the knowledge to, to accept yeah. grace? I think that's crazy, yeah. right? Now, I'm yeah. not going to tell the person that tells me that. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. But, but that, to me, is crazy. It doesn't take knowledge yeah. to accept the gift of, of, of salvation, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so, so Ken, my... <laughs> Right. Now one that's getting baptized Sunday. Right. He he, you know I gave him a Bible months ago, and he's a he's an older guy, and uh, I mean he's not a yeah, whatever that means. Uh, but he kind of like oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn right, and I would you know I'd kind of give him the gospel, and I say, well, listen, you don't have to have all this figured out. Jesus said, come on, childlike faith. Children children right. don't understand everything, and I don't understand everything. Right, but what I do understand is what Jesus did for me, and. And so I, I would just kind of, every time I talk to him, I just kind of go back over the main aspects of the gospel and say, Ken, this is, this, you got to, and you know, he, a few weeks ago, he said, I, I do believe that. I, I want to be saved. Uh, but yeah, I think the enemy. So that goes along with, right? Absolutely. The enemy, absolutely. That goes along with these people going, we want, we want more signs and we want yeah. more wonders. Yeah. You don't have to have more signs and more. And Jesus is kind of telling them that you don't, you don't have to have 
all the knowledge and, and even people who see are still not going to believe. Yeah. And, and you know, he, and he says that it's one of those things I want you to come not with knowledge, but I want you to come accepting the gift that I give yeah. you. It's free. Yeah. You don't have to have any kind of experience. Yeah. You know, if you, if you think you need experience, come and talk to us, we'll get you saved and then we'll get you the experience. Yeah. And faith, faith that's seen is <laughs> right. It's not faith. Right. Yeah. And, right. and I, I just said, you know, God could have wrote it in the sky. Absolutely. This is my son. Believe him. And they would have, they would have said, well, that, yeah. that, that's, I don't know who wrote that, but that's yeah, there. that's not good English. <laughs> Hebrew, it's got good Hebrew, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Hebrew, Aramaic, whatever it might yeah. be. So, you know, it, it comes a point where you, you've got to lay down excuses and believe and act on your faith. Yep. And so, you know, I, I tried to mention that at the end. I, I kind of wanted to get, you know, some of you who've put off saying you made every excuse. Well, one of these days or I'm, I'm working on it. Well, if you got the evidence you you got to decide yeah. and you're going to be accountable for that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you want to have some urgency about. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've talked to someone last week and he, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm listening and working on it and I'm, I'm praise the Lord. You know, if you're coming yeah. to church, but don't put it off. Yeah. It's not again, back to something that we talked about this morning, the, the attitude of, well, there'll be time for that later. Is not a good attitude. No, that, that is not a good attitude. No. Um, sure, there's some people in hell with that attitude. I, I would say so. Yeah, you know, you don't know that this not might be your last breath on earth. There's yeah. not always time for that. Yeah, you know. So. And the thing about Jonah, the, the Ninevites, again, these are pagan, wicked. I mean, the um, reason they was going to yeah. be judges because they were evil, wicked people, yeah. and we can read about. The, I mean, they were evil, but when they heard that warning, they repented in right. sackcloth and ashes, and the whole kingdom. I think, wow. That's <laughs> and and I promise you, if you come wanting to be saved or have questions about it, we will not act like Jonah after know. the Ninevites accepted. We will be happy with you. We will, <laughs> we will not be upset that you did it. Amen. I promise you that. Amen. I promise you that. So Amen. For such for some of us. Yeah. yeah. God's good. And so and, we want and, you to indeed. know about the grace of God. Yes, we do. And, and and if you like I said, if you have questions about that, we we are here. Our our phone numbers are posted on about everything that this church gives out. I think and, and cell phone numbers and things like that. And I, you know, if you if you want my cell phone number, I'll put it down. I'll put it down it's, in the comments, man. You yeah. know, it doesn't bother me at all. But you know, we have questions. I talked to a guy this week who, um, you know, my praise team has been the same praise team throughout this COVID thing because we have just been around each other. I haven't been really replacing anybody. If somebody's not there, I leave him out. But one of the guys. Called me and he had some questions. He'd been digging deep into some into some Bibles and there's some stuff that he he was having a problem with with and it was kind of prosperity gospel stuff and it's just kind of interesting because I talked to him this week late at night. And good, wonderful dude, one of my good friends, and he was like, "Man, I just I just needed some reassurance." And I said, "Well, I mean, I, I can reassure you, but I said you've gone to the Bible and that's I can't do Amen. any better than that. Amen. You know, <laughs> Amen. I can't do any any better than that." So, Amen. But that Amen. was awesome. And and you know, like your sermon this week talking about. You, you know, running from it and, and, well, not running from it, but, you know, yeah. Jesus being like Jonah and don't, and if he's calling you to do something, he'll figure out, leave it to him to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. We, again, and I'm not picking on us as a staff because I think we, we really do try to, to do the best that we can in the current situation and in all situations and having a vision for this church, you've been, you've been really, really good at kind of, of directing everyone's focus. 
and I don't think I tell you that enough, but you're good. You know, uh, but I, it is. It's you know, you you have directed the focus of of every ministry in a church for the same thing, and I think that's important. But ultimately, God's going to give us what He's going to give us, and He's given us some numbers of some new people, and it's and it's yeah. just a wonderful thing to be able to go, hey, all that work. I'd like to say it's paying off, but yeah. You know. Well, and as Denny said, contact us. We there's nothing. I, I mean, you call me and want to talk about being saved or a relationship with Jesus. I, you you will never bother me. That's fact. I mean, that's if fact. you get my voicemail, I'll call you back. Because if someone says I need to talk about being saved, I, I mean, that's. Yeah. I'm gonna call you right back. Yeah, I'm, as soon as I get. To I'm it. rather eating that than steak. That's fact. That's I like fact. steak, but so. Uh, uh, did we answer everything that we wanted to cover? I, I got know. one. I got one thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna spring on you, but that's 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 more mine than yours. Well, let's do it. So I had a question. Well, not a question this week, but a comment this week is uh, in passing at my other place of employment about um, the Christian faith seeming to be. Uh, I have seen some Christians. Let me let me put this down because I don't want this person to think that I'm talking about them directly. I've seen some things on social media from people who I believe to be Christians, I'm paraphrasing, that is, that is more racist than, than, than what is the deal with that, basically is the question. So I got to thinking about that, and I found in my Bible the verse that I was looking for at the time that I wasn't able to, to, to pull out. But uh, it's Galatians 3, and it's uh, verse 27. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ like a garment. There is no Jew, Greek, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. That doesn't say (laughs) some of you are one in Christ Jesus. That means that you are all one in Christ Jesus. There is a human side to every Christian. I have looked and looked and looked in the Bible multiple times, and I cannot find anything that says that I'm not supposed to like people with a different skin color at all. No, No. So... To that, to the person, if they if they read this, and, and they come in pretty often, so I'm I'm going to be able to have this verse. And I said, let me let me let me find this because I said, if someone is being racist that pretends that protests to be a Christian, I believe that is not of Christ. Right. Do do I have culture around us here in this area sometimes, but not so much anymore. But, but you know, when I was growing up, there was some racist uh, kind of overtones. You know that that's wrong. Sure. It's not one of those things where you go, oh, that makes perfect sense. But but right here in the Bible, yeah, it tells me, and this is not the only one, but this is the one that really stuck out because it's got, um, you know, Jew or Greek, but I believe that Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female. Yeah. Sexism, racism, everything is taken care of in this one one section of, of Scripture where yeah. we are all one in Christ. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I would agree with that completely. Yeah. Uh, we have sinful hearts. And uh, even when we're saved, we still battle that. Uh, Jesus is no respecter of persons. Yep. Uh, he saved people from every tongue, tribe, nation, and peoples. They're, they're all going to be there in heaven. And uh, I mean, when we when we see Jesus and we get our new glorified, we're going to get rid of all those. Yep. But but we have them, and uh, we have to confess them. And sometimes, uh, you know, our way uh, we grow up and where we went to school and all right. that comes into play, and we have to died that that that's the things of the flesh mm-hmm. and uh but it it's not from you're right it's not from it's him not, yeah and uh sometimes we have to help each other to see it because we we right. become blind to those things i mean peter and and, and you know oh sure yeah he's yeah. he's he's sharing the gospel with the gentiles and next thing you know he's he's eating with the jews because of the 
And uh, Paul, Paul gets him, on him. Yeah, he's like, what are, you doing? what are you doing, dude? But uh, <laughs> Peter was saved, but he <laughs> right. he was just acting like a lost person. And well, I mean, I mean, if you think about, you know, you think about, I mean, and you think about this, people people are flawed. Peter probably gave the two greatest sermons in the Bible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he's over eating with the Gentile or eating with the Jews and wouldn't sit with the Gentiles. Yeah. And Paul kind of calls him out like, "Hey, man, this is what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. You know, just just the other day." You yeah. were telling this group of, of Gentiles that this is, yeah. we're all one and all this, you know. Yeah. And so I, I think as believers, we, we got to hold each other accountable there. And I got to say, you get, Danny's got to say, hey, that might have been a little, that wasn't much like what Jesus would say. And this wasn't an attack on Christianity. This was just somebody who, yeah. who kind of said to me, hey, man, there's some, there's some folks that, that well, yeah. I'll see some Christian things and they're posting Bible verses. And then I saw something over here that looked a little. Yeah, little sketchy, and I thought about that. I was like, man, let me let me get a good answer for this guy. I don't want to tell him whether, yeah, you know, I don't want to just pop off and go. These people definitely aren't. Well, no, I mean, they, you know, but that comment and those types of things aren't from Christ. And if you see me doing that, yeah, you you let me know. So I mean, I was talking to a couple church last week, and we we just talked about you know, there's times when you you feel like you need to post something, and then you think, yeah. it depends on some people might take that the wrong way, and uh, you we don't want to do anything to be a stumbling block and and it sounds like what he's read has been a stumbling block to him if it stuck out to him enough to bring it up yeah just to, then that leads me to believe yeah well you yeah. know maybe i'll look at this and and i mean I, f- I felt like i knew the answer to give him I, you know hey i don't believe that yeah. jesus of all yeah. people you know what i mean yeah. calling tax collectors eating with tax collectors he's got zacchaeus coming out of the tree jesus yeah made it a point to make sure that yeah. no one thought he was a Jewish elitist. Yeah. Right. And I think sometimes we excuse ourselves. I, I mean, and when I say that is, I might say, well, I'm not a racist, and, and, and so I can say this. <laughs> no. I mean, we got to care about how people will receive that. And, sure. And make sure that it is, it aligns with Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, the culture can, you know, culture can change. Yeah. And I guess that maybe that's what, what I felt like was happening uh, there's some and there's some Christians that will fight cultural change, even though I think sometimes it's not necessarily warranted, right? If if somebody if something that I say hurts somebody's feelings, yeah, because of what I and I might be insensitive and not know it, yeah. And we're really going down a rabbit hole here, but and I but but that that's on me, yeah. You know what I mean? And if I say something that hurt your feelings, it might I I might not know it. Yeah. You tell me, hey, that hurt my feelings. Sure. Well, let me, I'm sorry, and I'm going to tell you I'm sorry, and I apologize. And Yeah. You know. Um, you know, uh, uh, just an example, I, I'm just going to confess something. You know, there was time where, you know, I, I'm all for, we have laws, and, you, you know, there, there's probably been times where I have thought in ways towards just illegal, illegal aliens, yeah. that I have thought about them as individuals in a way that wouldn't please Jesus. Yeah. And, and sometimes I have to realize, no, that whatever I, I might think about what they're doing, I still that they're made in the image of God, and yep. and I might want them to follow the law, but that doesn't mean that I can just put them in a box and say anything I want to about them. Right. And so there's certain things that we, we might think, well, that, but let's see them as Jesus does. Right. And uh, uh, something that I think about um, in that particular instance is. And a lot of times I have to do this a lot of times and it stinks. I, I get upset with myself because I constantly have to think back. My human part of my mind wants to immediately react a certain way. Yeah. You, know, you understand what I mean? Yeah. And I'll have to go. Andy Stanley said something interesting one time and he said, the person that you dislike the most before you engage that person in any way, 
like illegal alien, putting them in a box, that person that you just can't stand, right? Imagine before you encounter that person or before you engage that person that Jesus is over your shoulder tapping you going, hey, you see that guy over there? I, yeah. I died, was in, was dead for three days and came back for that guy. Yeah. That guy yeah. right there that you're getting ready to give the thumbs down to in traffic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, get upset with because they cut you off. I, that, you know that person right there? I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know. That'd be a good perspective. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. I, you know, I have to do it sometimes, especially, you know, with, and, and the people I care about the most, you know, you're, you, you just want to go, what are you doing? And Jesus is like, hey, buddy, you know that person right there? You love them. I love them. Yeah. A billion times more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to read that verse again, yep, and then I'm going to pray us out. So uh, it's Galatians 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 27 and 28. It says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ like put on Christ like a garment. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And that's a cool way to think. If he sees us like that, we ought to see each other like that too. So, Amen. All right, let's pray. Amen. Lord, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to talk um, just about your saving grace, Lord, and just, uh, and just be able to just come together and discuss a little bit more deeply um, what you have in your word for us as Christians and, and us as, as our responsibilities, Lord. And, and, and thank you for sending your son who died for me and died for those people that I encounter every day, died for Harold, died for everyone, Lord, and, and given us the opportunity to take that gift and tell people about it, Lord. We just thank you for the increase in our church, and, and we just love it so much. Lord, help us to be responsible with that. And help us, when they ask us what's next, that we've got a whole system of what's next, and, and, it, and it glorifies you, and it just it furthers the kingdom. We just thank you so much for the way that you bless us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.